perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between So it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life But it's a holiday, so it's Christmas and then New Year's 
How does it work? New Year's Eve? I guess a New Year's Day, something like that. But so we won't, <laughs> New Year's Day is two Tuesdays from now. Two Tuesdays. Okay. So we will not be on. I'm pretty sure that we won't be on for Christmas or New Year's. So, um, but it doesn't mean we won't come back another day with something if if we feel the need to. So thank you guys for celebrating. Um, I call it a celebration because we have, you know, we've we've gone another year with this, and and thank you. It, it takes a lot to come on and and give so much um, of ourselves. Uh, it kind of some nights it leaves. I know it leaves me feeling empty some nights, and it leaves me feeling pretty full. So thank you guys. Nonetheless, for joining us. Rodney, how are you? Tammy, I am doing well. Uh, Tamari is doing well. Nadia is doing well. So all is good in the land of Northern Virginia. Um, I'm excited for tonight's show. I think that, um, you know, we'll be able to uh, share some some good information uh, from uh, this year that is that is almost uh complete and 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 definitely some insight uh moving forward and and like you said if 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 something comes comes up and uh we feel a a desire to do another show it will definitely happen so for those of you listening uh stay tuned cuz uh <laughs> you might you might hear from us uh, before 2019, uh, but uh, definitely, uh, Tammy, uh, it, it has been a it has been a great year um, for Tamari and I, uh, and, and I'm sure it's been a it's been a great year for you and your family. But um, always looking ahead, always looking up, always looking forward to the future. So um, I know that there is plenty more that God has in store for all of us. So. Uh, grateful for that as well. Um, how's everything down in your neck of the woods? How's the how's the weather down there? Good Lord, it, I feel like it's been bad weather here and there. <laughs> you know, we've had some really good weather the last two days. Um, the, today was just absolutely beautiful. I saw people in tank top today. I'm not. I'm not there yet, but I did see people out walking at Shelby Farm in tank top in tank top. So, you know, that just goes to show that we had some it was sunny, really bright, not a lot of wind. So it was really, really nice. One of those great days. Um and we needed it. We had one yesterday as well, but today was better because we have had the rain, um cold and things like that. So not not really able to get out and do much of anything that you can enjoy using the weather. So but we had great weather today. Great. And that was okay. nice because it allows you to get out and get some of that, that vitamin, good vitamin D, and and you just feel better as well. So it was a good day. It was a good day. So, Absolutely. Um, tonight, basically, for our listeners, we're going to, it's going to be a light night. Um, I just kind of want to go back and, and reflect as we prepare to move forward. Um, I'm not... I'm preparing to move forward, but I'm but I'm also not wait. I'm not waiting to prepare. I'm not waiting to get myself into action. So I want to talk about that as well. Um, 
and some other things, whatever comes comes to mind, Rodney. So I just wanted you to go back back down memory lane, as we said, and fast forward it to now, and now what do we do? What do we do with all the information received, whether it's been from the Butterfly Evolution Radio Show, from, from wherever, because wherever you are, if you have your mind, if your mind to change into receiving, into growing, you can learn something and get something you go and everything that you go through. So light night tonight. Um, we hope that you guys will call in with your questions and comments. For those of you who are listening, um, let me check. Rodney, are you in, are you in the chat room? Because I don't think I am. No, for some um, reason it won't let me get in. Uh, I'm using a different computer, so for some reason it, it won't let me get in um, when I'm using okay. this computer. But um, I, I, I do want to jump in and, and add to what you just said, Tammy. Um, if you are listening to this show live, um, please call in and share your um, your journey with us. Um, call in and share your uh, your goals, your aspirations. Um, and like Tammy said, if you have questions, anything that you have been through or anything that you plan to walk into um, in the future, please call in and share that with us, share that with our audience. Um, I think it's so important. Um, for people to hear the struggles um, and the goals of other people because hearing somebody else's struggles, sometimes I think it, it, it helps you to understand that it's not personal. And I think sometimes we think that struggle is personal or trouble is personal, and that's not the case. I also think that, you know, sometimes we think that we are out there by ourselves or we are walking all alone and we don't realize that the answer to our questions or the solution to our problems might just be, you know, right at our fingertips. A friend of mine called me today and I couldn't answer his call and then he called me again before I got a chance to call him back. And he was so excited because he knows that I'm a Knicks fan and he has a client he's been working with for a couple of months. And it turns out that this client that he's been working with, they finally had a, like, had a, like, conversation outside of, you know, work or business. And come to find out his client is the cousin of the owner of the New York Knicks, and I'm a big fan of the New York Knicks, and he was like, we might be able to get some tickets, (laughs) you know, so it it, it just goes to show that, you know, you never know who you're talking to, you never know who's listening, so please, please, please call in and and let us know your journey, let us know, um, you know, your, your, your dreams and your aspirations. Sorry, Tammy, go ahead. Uh, Back over to you. Oh, no, you're fine. You're exactly right. Um, I think that's so important that we share uh, what we're growing through. Um, And another thing is not to expect that your life is is easy, trouble-free, that, you know, nothing is supposed to happen 
to you because life is going to happen, especially if you're trying to do right and live your life um, in a godly way, if I might say. So for those of you, again, the chat room is open. For those of you who are listening in by way of chat room, please, please, please put your, your comments, your questions there. Or better yet, call in, 818-691-7406, and we will pull you into queue by providing the area code of the number that you're calling from tonight in the last four digits. If you guys are listening through Facebook, um, any social media, remember we don't get to always see you while we're online um, live. So if you have questions, send them to Rodney, send them to me, post it wherever you feel free um, or feel best to do so. You can send them private message or you can just post them on the page and we'll get to them that way. Or you too can call in 818-691-7406. We cannot leave you out there without reminding you of our trash can baby. Um, we Like we said, we as far as we know right now, we will not be on for the next two weeks, um, possibly three, unless something comes up and we decide to come on on another night. I know we won't be on for Christmas or New Year's. But move your trash can. If we have new listeners out there, trans- we're about transformation. Butterfly Evolution is about self-awareness and you changing, you being responsible for changing your life, you being responsible for being the sermon that someone else We have to stop trying to change people or waiting for people to change so that we can or we will be prompt to do so or we will feel better about doing so. Transformation and change is a personal journey. It doesn't mean that we don't need people to come along, but it's a personal journey. Um, And you must be open to friction. You must be open to trials and tribulation, all of that. You must be open to losing people, to losing things, um, and to to just unlearning so that you can learn life as it is best for you. And I'll, I'll elaborate more on that. But back to the trash can, babies. We ask that you do this in order to promote how, how easy it is for us to get in this uh, cruise control living, this uh, way of living where we're just going with the motion. Everything is routine. What we ask you to do is move your trash can. Move it to one that you use frequently, first of all, one that you, maybe the kitchen, I don't know, your bathroom, but one that you visit frequently. Move it to a new location, different location, and then monitor how often you go back to the location that you moved it from or where you moved it from. And in doing that, just remind yourself or allow yourself to go there for a minute and stay there because you know, you know that you have physically moved it. Your mind knows you, you did the action, you worked it, and you know that you've moved it. But for whatever reason, you may go back to where you moved it from. It, it typically will take you a couple of times to get there. Some people more, some people less. We don't really know why. Maybe it maybe has to do with the more uh, consumed we are and full, the more full, full we are with life, with stuff, uh, with distractions. Because um, I think, I do believe that the more distracted we are, perhaps 
just me talking, the less we're open to change or even to see it or to be open to it because you have you cannot be distracted and be disciplined. Have a mind of discipline. I don't feel I feel like you cannot be that. You cannot have them both. You may occasionally have some, you know, good good perks or good perks, I guess, but you cannot successfully have them both. And that's why I feel maybe maybe we can start there. Um distraction distractions and discipline. We will not, nothing will successfully change without discipline. Because we are or we become what we repeatedly do and or think. I really believe that. So that's another thing we can add words and thoughts into tonight's uh, conversation. So, Rodney, I have just a few that I'd like to touch on um, and whatever else come in between that or with that certainly open to it um, because, again, tonight is about just you guys getting something to move forward with that makes your life different in 2019. And I hope that you don't wait until January 1st. I hope that you start with the baby steps. Start now. You know, start writing out your goals for 2019. And once you get them, create a plan for it. Stick to it, but if you don't, don't stop. Just pick up where you are and start over. Because again, if you if 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 we can get to California by plane, by car, wherever, I mean really, but we will not get there either way if we don't first book it, plan it. If we if we book a, a flight, we gotta go, we gotta pack, we gotta go there, we gotta get on that plane. And if you continue to get off every time they stop and you get off and you don't get back on, maybe you're afraid to fly, you're not going to get there when you were, when you plan to get there. So we have to be ready. We have to be ready to open ourselves up and deny ourselves of some, some things and some people as well. So, Rodney, over to you. Tammy, I think, I think discipline is a um, – I think that's a huge factor, um, a determining factor in, in in how far we are able to go. Um, but I think that's a good one um, because if you're able to, um, you know, refrain or if you're able to deny yourself um, I think that helps out in the long run, and it doesn't mean that you have to change, you know, everything that you're doing necessarily. However, you know, at certain times you have to, you got to know when to pull back. You got to know when to change things up. You got to know when to do things differently. Um, and even if something is okay or even if it may not be wrong it may not be the best time for that and i think that myself included i think that we have to learn that like you know sometimes just because something is okay or just because something might be right doesn't necessarily mean the timing is right 
And, you know, when, when it comes to being successful, when it comes to growth, you know, you have to have that wisdom to know when to uh, to scale things back or, or, or know, hey, as much as I want to do this or, hey, that this may not be that big of a deal, but at the same time, let me let let me pause and you know really think about this because I think sometimes that that piece is missing. We don't know um, when or how to adjust. And I think, you know, that that's something that we have to work on um, when we're trying to move on from or when we're trying to make the change or make changes, um, you know. So I think that a lot, a lot of us mean well, but at the same time, I think that we just don't know how um, – to get from where we are now to where we're trying to go. And instead of moving upward or moving forward, we think that we're doing that, but we end up moving in circles. And we don't realize it until we see the same people or the same things. And we're like, wait a minute, I thought I was past this. You know, and and a lot of times when it comes to discipline, it just takes one decision and next thing you know, you're back where you started from. And so I think that we, you know, we have to keep that in mind as we attempt to, um, you know, move forward in our in, in our in our journeys or on the paths that 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 we're on or that we put ourselves on, trying to do things differently. What are some of the things, Tammy, that? Um, you would like to see improve or change um, as you continue your walk? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, you know, for the most part, Ronnie, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, with where I, I'm okay with where I am. However, <clears throat> I understand that I have so far to go but I truly feel blessed about how far I've come. And that has, when I say that, I mean emotionally, mentally, um, being able to get beyond uh, my feelings and understand um, when I'm in my feelings. So I want to be able to continue to grow spiritually. Um, I want to be able to continue to see it's an awesome feeling when you really you know without a doubt that you are in the presence of God of the Holy Spirit like I mean and the things can be so subtle and to me and and, and let me say this because people will will get confused when they hear people talk like that if I told you some of the things were, that were going on in my life right now or about like maybe the last two years have been really the most difficult times in my entire life, period. There's just put a period there. But when I look back 
and think how how much I've grown through that time spiritually. How and I'm I'm going to read yeah. something that um, that was part of my daily reading. It was a November 30th reading, and I and I I can I will not forget the day um, because this was a day that I felt like God was just following me around all day with little notes, like little reminders. It was as if someone, you know, uh, close to me was just leaving little things that you know that just does not happen. And every now and then I'll have one of those to where it is so fulfilling because you cannot you, you cannot replace it. You just there's nothing like they say, silver and gold, nothing can replace the feeling, I won't say the feeling, the knowledge of knowing you're in the presence of the Holy Spirit, nothing. And so I want to continue to grow spiritually so that my eyes are open, my ears, my heart, um, my mouth. I want to continue to grow and, I, and, and have a better understanding of what that means and have more compassion for people and what they're going through when they're going mm-hmm. through it. So that's what I want to do. And then, you know, I can't sit here discipline. Discipline is one of my one of my things. Like I I know now more than ever my weaknesses. And I probably knew them then, but, you know, sometimes we get into this, this uh, thing where we, we want to avoid our flaws or our, whatever we will call imperfections or things that we're, we struggle in. But unless we are able to acknowledge and accept them with determination and understanding that I will not stay here. And so for me, it took... Um, things like Tamaria. What Tamaria? I, I, I'm always referencing what she said. I had to reference it today as I as I was meeting with my soul sister about you know when we walk across the street and how we want you know the car to slow down and it's different when we are now the driver. We want that walker to keep going. I'm always trying to find myself or see myself in someone else's shoes, and that's hard because. I want I want it this way. I want you to act this way. I want you to do this way. I want you to feel this way um, because that's comfortable to me, and that's what I think is the right. That's what I think is right. But when you're able to be in the presence of people and let them be, let let them be whether you like how they are or not, let them be. And I'm not saying I want. Let me say this too, Rodney. I'm not saying around people who, um, because I. I I pick and choose who I'm around. You can be all you mm-hmm. want to be, but if it if it if it um, if it does not work for me to the point where you are pulling from my spirit, I cannot deal with you. And so what I'm saying, the negative, I can't deal with negativity. I can't deal with things from people. Those things that I cannot, that I no longer deal with for myself. Because I have to consciously make a choice not to be who I was and who I can be. I have to consciously make a choice. And so I feel that it's okay if you're not ready to consciously make that choice. We may be able to have a a general, polite conversation, but I can't hang with you. You cannot 
dark and light just doesn't mix, and I'm headed towards the light, and that's that's just how I put it. So I just want to continue to grow and be open to growing and to allowing people to grow, and we meet where we're supposed to meet. Um, and and I'm, some people will say that I don't need help in this area, Rodney, but I want to make sure that I always say what needs to be said and that I know how to say it and when to say it. I really do. I, I cannot say enough about communication, and I think much of what we do not say, for whatever reason, um, destroys our relationship and destroys us because it, it, it becomes a battle. It becomes a fight. So any any words that are left in us too long, just like food, it's going to affect us. It does affect us. So I want to be able to continue to say what I need to say, even if I have to come back and say it tomorrow, because I realize today's not the not, not the best time to do it. So for me, those are some of the things that I just. If I had to say one thing, I want to continue to spiritually grow. Spiritually. Hmm. That's good stuff, Jamie. I, I I I think we don't do enough um, as people. I don't think of addressing where we need to grow, um, or looking at our shortcomings and, and and I think that it's a good place to start. It's a good place to you know, to be able to recognize and and admit where we, you know, are doing well. Um it's funny, uh Tamari and I were just talking, um and one of her friends was just talking about, you know, being able to talk about you know yourself in a in in a positive light because that's a struggle for us too um because we're taught that you know if you um, you know i guess don't give yourself a bad rating or don't judge yourself in a negative light, you know we're taught that you know if you don't do those things then you're not a humble person. You're you're arrogant or you're cocky. Um, so we're taught that, you know, put ourselves down. But that's not what we should do. You should have a sense of pride about who you are, about, you know, what you're all about, what you're trying to accomplish. You should be proud of that. Now, you don't want to be boastful, but you should be proud of, you know, the things that you've accomplished or the things that, you know, you're trying to accomplish. Um, But then, too, we also need to learn how to recognize and be able to admit, and, and, and it may not always be wise to admit to other people, um, you know, where we fall short because, can be mean or people can, you know, throw things, you know, back at you. But it's always good to be able to recognize, hey, I need help in this area. Hey, here's where I need to grow. And by sharing that, you know, sometimes it empowers other people and they're able to say, hey, you know what? 
it's good to know that I'm not the only person. Like, now I feel comfortable, you know, expressing, you know, similar shortcomings. And so I think that, you know, that that's a good place to start. Hey, you know what? Here's something I have to work on. Hey, you know what? Here's what I did well in 2018. Here's what I can be proud of in 2018. Here's where, you know, I excelled. However, these are the things that I want to work on as well. And, you know, I know for me, um, I was really sitting here earlier, um, you know, as I thought about tonight's show, and really just thinking about, I guess, the good um, that God has either brought it, brought into my life or allowed to happen or, you know, whatever the case may be. And just thinking, Tammy, um, not just about one year in particular, not just thinking about 2018 or not just thinking about thinking about, you know, what I would like to see happen, you know, 2019, but just thinking overall and over the last, I would say, five years, life has really taken off or flourished for me. God has really just been good to me. And I remember you know, 2013, um, you know, that was the year that I met Tamari. That was the first time I've ever, you know, I had ever talked to her on the phone. And that was the year that I met Tamari. Um, and, 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 and we became a couple. And um, that was also the first time I had been on the Butterfly Evolution show. And then 2014, um, you know, I moved back from New York. And then um, April of 2014 was when, um, I became like a a, a permanent <laughs> uh, fixture, a co-host, you know, on 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 this show, and we've been doing it ever since then. And you know, I also remember, you know, 2015, I hosted um, my very first education summit, and that was the first time you and I had met face to face. Even though you know we had known each other for two years, but we had never you know, had a, you know, had a, had a a face-to-face encounter. Um, And then 2016, Tamari and I got married. 2017, um, you know, I became an assistant principal. um, And 2017 was also the first time Tamari and I had ever taken a cruise. um, And we decided to, you know, to do it together for our first anniversary and then 2018, you know, Nadia, uh, Nadia was born a couple of months ago. And so, you know, I just started thinking about, you know, just the big moments in my life, um, you know, over the past five years. And it's just been one blessing after another. And to anybody who's listening, yes, there were trials and tribulations in there. But the good has outweighed the bad. You know, the positive has outweighed the negative. And 
I just continue to be hopeful. Um, you know, my, my, my faith is always renewed and I'm just, you know, thankful and grateful that, that, that things have turned out the way that they have, um, for me. Um, because I remember, um, you know, I remember a time when my teachers thought that, you know, hey, this little knucklehead is, you know, he's on his way to prison, you know, uh, or people were thinking, you know, hey, uh, he's not going to finish college or, uh, hey, like, what is he still doing alive? Like, I I remember these conversations. I remember, you know, people telling me these things. And so, you know, the fact that God has allowed me to constantly, um, you know, rise above them or, you know, bounce back or, you know, one good thing after another happening, you know, outweighs all the things that that don't work out um, because I know that, God is still looking out for me. I know that God is looking out for my family. Um, you know, and, and I look at the relationship I have with my siblings now, and, you know, that was never there. Um, and it, you know, just happened recently, you know, and my my siblings all came up here um, this past May, Memorial Day weekend, they all came up here. We had never, um, you know, gotten together just as brothers and 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 my one sister um, and our spouses. We had never done anything like that, but you know, we were able to do that. My mom came and um, visited, um, and my my sister and her family did too. Came and visited Thanksgiving, and 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 it was a low key, chill Thanksgiving, but. But it was nice, and, you know, my mother-in-law was here uh, when Nadi was first born. Um, you know, she was here, and uh, Tamir's grandmother was here, and then her mom came back for a week and a half. So it's just been it's been one good thing after another. And so, you know, I'm grateful, and I know that, you know, Tamari is too. Um, but, you know, my, my advice to anybody um, is, Try to remain positive. Um, I'm not going to say try to see the light because if it's completely dark, you may not be able to see the light. But try to remain positive um, even in the darkest times because, you know, even for people who, you know, if you think about real life, even for people who, you know, find themselves in a bond and they can't pay their, their electric bill, at some point they're going to see some light. And so think of the same scenario, you know, as you are going through different struggles in life that at some point you'll, you're, you're going to see light again. Just make sure that you're ready to do the things that you need to do when the light turns back on. Uh, Tammy, back over to you. Ryan, I have a question for you. You mentioned that mm-hmm. 
for family as far as your the relationship with your siblings and, and just, you know, family period has has evolved, has changed, has it's grown. How do you feel? How does that um how does that add to your life? To put bottle that feeling up, um, just having there and being able to connect and socialize with them. How what did that do for you, if anything? I think well, it 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 has done a lot for me. I think that um, the word that comes to mind is refreshing. I think that um, you know, and I was I think I was talking to Tamari about this the other day. It wasn't that my siblings and I ever had beef with each other. Like it, it, you know, it wasn't like we like we hated each other. We didn't like each other. It was never that. I, you know, it was just that. It seemed like all throughout our lives we were always at different places in life, more so spiritually and mentally. It just seemed like we were always in in, in different places. Um. Even as kids, you know, it, it, we were just never connected like that. Um, and then as we got older, we, we grew apart. Um, I was the first person to leave, you know, at, at 12 years old. Um, you know, I left. And then, you know, about a year later, another brother left. And, you know, and then in high school, my sister, you know, you know, she had her struggles and, you know, my, my oldest brother, he had his struggles. And so it, it was like after middle school, um, we just kind of grew apart. And I always knew that, you know, we loved each other. It was just different, you know, because we grew up in a family where, there were not a lot of college degrees. There weren't a lot of high school diplomas. Um, you know, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a big deal to um, you know get together for holidays. It wasn't a you know once we got older, it was when we were kids, but not as we got older. It wasn't a big deal to get together for holidays. It wasn't a big deal to like take vac family vacations and so but I don't know I felt like it was always there and then once um, we got older um, you know we had our struggles and we were all kind of going in different directions and then just to see it all come back together it was just amazing to me you know I thought I thought that it was awesome um, it did a lot for me um, and I and I I'm pretty sure it did a lot for my siblings too, um, because one of the one of the things that um, you know I never wanted to be an issue was the fact that I went to that I went to college, like I never wanted that to be an issue, and I think the more my siblings were around me as an adult, and they got to you know, know and understand that this dude never changed. You know, I, I always wanted them to see me as their brother. Never wanted them to see me as somebody who was important or somebody who was trying to, you know, like, you know, take over the world because it's easy for that to happen when, you know, you've 
done things that other people haven't or you have things that they they don't. But we've all learned to appreciate each other. And for that to happen, I think it was just, you know, it it was great for me. You know, I I I love talking to my siblings and they're like, Hey, I just talked to, you know, so and so and it's like, oh man, like, you know, everybody's checking on each other, everybody's talking to each other. You know, everybody's good. You know, we all have each other's backs. And it's like, that's a good thing to me because it seems like, you know, the more children (laughs) uh, people have, the more issues they have, especially as as kids get older, they stop talking to each other. You know, somebody's mad and stays mad for 50 years. And I'm just grateful, you know, that we were able to come back together and, you know, and and, and at times we're, we're able to say, you know what, time out for all the foolishness, time out for everything that may be going on. For one day, for two days, however long, let's just get together and do this. We're going to make this happen. Things like that to happen, it, it, it really is just refreshing. It's refreshing. It, it, it's a beautiful thing to know that your family is okay. It, 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 it's a beautiful thing to know that, you know, they are working hard to, you know, improve their lives. They're working hard to take care of their families. And, you know, it, it's it, it's really nice to see. So, you know, while we're on this subject, I'm, I'm going to tell Anybody who's listening, forgiveness is a powerful tool. There is nothing, nothing that is worth your time or your um, your brain power. There's nothing your sanity, there's nothing worth any of that. Forget about things that have happened. Uh, well, maybe not forget because you, you, you seem to, like we seem to always remember, but learn to forgive. In other words, learn to, you know, even though you may remember things, Learn to not hold them against other people. Don't let them have that much power of you. Let it go. And when things happen, you know, it's okay. If, you know, if you have a great relationship with somebody and you start to see it, you know, separate, accept it. It's okay. It's okay. People grow apart. Sometimes they come back, sometimes they don't. But learn to accept it. Don't try to force anything. If, if you know, you have your best friend and you start to notice that you guys go from talking every day to talking five days a week, and then you're talking two days a week, and then you're talking once a week, and then you're talking once every other month. Accept it. It's okay. You don't have to force it because forcing things 
caused them to be permanently gone. Sometimes you need time, you need space to allow people to heal, to allow things to heal. Space is okay. Silence is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And when it happens, just let it happen. Just go with it and use the the the, the time of separation or the time of silence. Use that as a time of reflection and evaluation. You know, it's okay to be by yourself and start thinking, hey, you know, let me reflect on this situation. Let me reflect on my time with this, you know, with this person. You know, is this, you know, something that was good for me or what was good about it or what, you know, what could have been different? You know, a lot of times we can't heal because we don't allow time to heal. We're so quick to put Band-Aids on or we're so quick to, you know, get ice or, you know, get ace bandages. And sometimes you just need to be still and let the healing process happen naturally. And believe it or not, that's okay. Tammy? Um, I agree, Rodney. I and, and I think people, we all do it. Like, I think relationships, especially um, those with people, I think we, we tend to take the people closest to us meaning like our family members, um, spouses, husbands, um, significant others in whatever way, shape, form, or fashion, siblings, um, friends, I think sometimes we take those people who who perhaps maybe mean the most to us for granted. We, we take those relationships for granted. Um, we may be, be more apt to forgive others before we forgive those who are, um, part of our lives by way of of, of um, blood, you know, that bloodline, that connection. But I think establishing healthy relationships is one of the most um, missed things in this world today, like the power of those relationships, whether near or far, but just feeling like you have a connection, someone that you that's in your corner that you can call on, not a perfect relationship. So that's why I asked that, um, because I'd, I'd like for those who are listening, you said it best with the forgiveness. Um, so another word that we're throwing out there, um, we've thrown out discipline. Um, gosh, I've been trying to take notes here. What else? Relationships. Um, and, and, and Rodney brought up forgiveness. And it made me think about the quote that taking taking poison, it's like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And so many of us are in bondage because we've not forgiven someone. And, and it may be justifiable. You may have every reason to still be angry um, or not over the pain. Sometimes those people who we are, we have not been able to forgive, they don't even remember why you're mad at them. And it could be something, it could be misunderstanding or whatever the case may be, but you have to find a way to let people go. 
because that's the only way you will be free. That's the only way the discipline is going to come. Angry people don't get very far. People that are, are unwilling to forgive. And I, I can tell you guys that I suffered with that for a long time. Like, I had to start forcing myself to, to, to let people go, to forgive them and let them go. Because guess what? There's someone out there that may, may be having issues with forgiving me because I've hurt some people. You know, we're not perfect. So the same forgiveness that we want, that same grace, that we want from God, we have to be able to extend that to people. So discipline, um, relationships, forgiveness, and as I think about those, Rodney, I think about choice. You know, we make, so often we, I don't think we think about no matter what decision, no matter which way it goes, we make a choice once that situation goes that way of how we feel and what we do with it. You could choose not to forgive or you could choose to forgive. So we have to start looking at things that way. If you are not forgiving someone or have not forgiven someone, you made a choice not to. So so just like you make that choice not to, we can start reading, start praying, start putting our mind on, write it, write the vision and make it plain. You know, I'd like to throw that out there. Journal, write it. I forgive John Doe for this, 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 this. I forgive you. I let you go. But that is so important in 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 everything that that we decide to do in life. Um, and we have to be willing to think differently. You know, one way I think, Rodney, one one way that perhaps will get us closer to forgiveness is think about our lives before. We got to this point. Like, if I think about how just some of the things that, because I said on the show, without God in my life, you guys would no, you you wouldn't be safe around me. I'm human. Like you you would not. You you just wouldn't. You know, angry. Um, always thinking somebody else is supposed to fix fix it, and and judgmental, and some more. Just when you see yourself. Whether it's now, before, be honest with yourself about where you are and who you are and and what you may be capable of in the sense of hurting people, intentionally or not, then you tend to be able to forgive people a bit more because we want God to forgive us. We want to be forgiven. So great, great point. Um, I like to throw out... Um, I'm going to get back to the communication part, the words. What we say, what we say comes from somewhere. Those words that come out of our mouth come from a place inside, and it could come from unforgiveness. It it could come from unfulfilled relationships, Um, all kinds of of things uh, that makes us feel some kind of way comes from an emotion that we have locked inside or one that we've, we've let go. So start to monitor your words. Start to think about what you say, um, how you say it, when you say it, when you choose not to say it, and why. Why do you choose to say it? Why do you choose not to say it? Because it's equally important 
to say what you mean and what you need to say. But sometimes the discernment is also, Rodney, when you know it, it it's no need to say anything. Like, my words are not going to change this particular situation or this person, which is different from, because I know I said earlier, you, you speak your truth, you get it out, but have discernment. And, and the reason I say that, even the Bible says, when you see two people arguing, you don't know which one's the fool or which one's wrong. And that's how I look at it. You can't make a judgment when people are arguing or into it which one is wrong because you don't have the story. So pick and choose your battles, even with your words. Pick and choose them. Uh, meditation, I think quieting the mind, silencing the mind, um, being able to sit still for just five minutes. You guys, I can remember a time, and it's so crazy as I think about it now because all I want to do is just sit in silence now. Like I want that, I, I crave that that self-reflection time. I crave it all. But I remember I would be so busy and so consumed until I, I couldn't even sit and take a long, hot bath because I'm thinking, what's the next thing to do? Got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. So quiet your life, create your, your space where you can go and you just allow God to speak to you. Listen, listen, listen to the silence. There's so much said in silence. Um, and I can't say enough about meditating and praying and journaling, writing the vision, writing write whatever. I, I have my books here, and I pity the person that decides to pick them up and read them because they just might be in there. And I and I have it at the front. You're on your own if you choose to read this. Don't come to me about it because they're, they're, they're my thoughts, my words, my heart, my life. That's my time. That's where I get to let it all go. And so I don't I don't hide it. I don't put it away. It's on them. If people make that choice to read it, that's on them. I will not explain anything in there to anybody who comes and asks that has decided to pick it up and read. So journal and be free about it. So those are some things. Anything else, Rodney, you want to throw out that you can think of? Tammy, we have a uh, we have a caller, uh, so I'm going to uh, bring them in and uh, allow them to share their thoughts or um, ask questions. We're going to bring in caller from area code nine zero one. Last four digits are five four one four. Caller, you are on the air. Tammy and Rodney, this is Nick. How are y'all? Hey, Nick. Hey, what's going on, Nick? So I just got um so I just like started listening like no no more than maybe fifteen minutes ago, so I think I got the gist of it. Um I do agree, um, when it comes for, for healthy relationships and healing and I'm hoping that's the topic, right? Please tell me that that's the topic, right? It's, it's open to tonight. Open. So we oh, okay. dealt some okay. thrown out, so it's open. Gotcha. So um, it's funny that, Ms. Terry, when you were talking about journaling and things like that, because um, with the past, well, I started my journal last fall, well, on Sunday, 
And not only internally, of course, like with the loss of my father and stuff like that, it was very hard for me to find, uh, it was very hard for me to communicate to the spirit. So I thought that it would be a great idea to to document my uh, my reflections or, or conversations with them all. Not only do I have that, but I also took a very hard look at me as a person, right? The things that I struggle with, right? And in that in that reflection, you know, um, I, what I typically tend to do is I say, okay, here's what I struggle with, you know. Um, even in spite of my struggle, I still tend to be A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And so what I then choose to do is I usually will have a scripture that will connect to it, and then I will say, okay, why do I have this struggle? How can I overcome this struggle? Um, and uh, so, so that's kind of like my self accountability there. The the problem that I see like with talking with relationships, especially with people, you know, when they're in a relationship with themselves, right? Is that a lot of people? And you made a you made a, a very valid point. Is that everything ultimately goes back to choices, right? And it's like just as people choose to not want to cope with whatever that they got going on in a healthy manner, like, um, people make that choice, right? And so what's interesting is that people will make that choice and then sometimes turn around and play the victim, <laughs> if that makes sense, right? Instead of because the way I see it is, you know, um, and I, I, I heard um, uh, forgiveness, right? And I, I was hearing that earlier. And, like, what people don't understand about forgiveness is forgiveness is so pretty. Like, it, it almost feels like that your your spirit has been lifted, your bur- a burden has been lifted when you're able to forgive. And I always tell people all the time, like, forgiveness is a two-step process. Forgiveness to me is, hey, not only do you have to forgive yourself and you have to forgive the other person, but part of that forgiveness, too, is taking that self-accountability and saying, what did I do to contribute to this? What can I do better to not contribute to this? Did we lose Nick? Yep. Hello? Okay. Hey. I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I was done. I'm sorry. I'm done. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was kind of like a uh, like a uh, uh, cliffhanger, right? I'm going to just walk <laughs> off right now. <laughs> drop the mic. Says drop the mic. Yeah. Um, Josh, you said a lot. I was gonna. You know, we thought I, I was listening for the next part of it. So I heard forgiveness and that you started to journal, right? You. That's something that right. you started. How do you? Yep. It has changed you. How has it helped? Um, because I, I'm gonna say this most, and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this, y'all. So y'all tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know a lot of men that journal. Is that is that normal? That I don't know a lot of men that journal. And so, what do y'all um, what do y'all hmm. on that, and how has it helped you? Um, well, the journal helps me. It's helping me because one, uh, people have to understand why I journal, right? Um, a lot of times, so is so the reason why I journal is because so many times in my life that I've always kind of struggled, and it's and this is something that I journal about today. I struggle with the idea of being not understood or because of people not having the effort to understand me, right? So um, so quite naturally growing up, I had people who were around, but whenever I had things going on and stuff like that, um, 
like they just couldn't under that like I was just not being understood and they couldn't understand why I was being who I am and but they're quick to be judgmental, right? So what I did was as a as a coping mechanism for me was I said, Well, I, I prayed to God about it and I said, Well God lead me in the right direction, right? And 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 journaling for me has been so powerful because it's like, man, it's an open conversation with God and I'm revealing things about myself that a lot of people just do not know. And much like you, Miss Tammy, like, I mean, I mean, I'm literally talking about myself here. And and I and I'll give a quick I'll give a quick rundown of what I did uh, the other day. So I talked about um, I struggle with uh, it was one of them I said that I struggle with being talkative at times, right? And what people don't understand is that. Sometimes, like, when I'm in conversations with people, like, my anxiety speaks up. It, it peaks up, right? So, like, in the midst of me having conversations with people, uh, because my anxiety is peaking, that sometimes that I ramble on six or six different subjects at one time in a short amount of time because my anxiety is peaking up, right? And a lot of people don't understand that about me, and they don't know that about me, Right? And so, like, I think that what we have, what, like I said, what that journal has been for me so far is that, man, not only am I revealing more and having conversations with God, but I'm learning so much about myself. So, like, mm-hmm. when people, when I have those reflections with people and stuff like that, you know, it's pretty much documented. Okay. Okay. So what would you say to that man? Do, do you guys think I'm right with, with that most men don't feel like that? something that, for whatever reason, I don't know, that they don't want to do or need to do? And what would you say to that guy? I don't, this is Rodney. I don't I don't know if men uh, journal or don't journal. I don't know how many do, uh, if they do. But, but what I will say is this. Um, if it is viewed as something that is soft or something that, you know, may not be um, accepted as manly, they may not want to tell anyone that they're that you know that is something that they're doing. Um, I, I I I commend Nick for you know being willing to share his experiences, but you know I don't know if men if, if that's something that men do or don't do. Um, but I do think that whatever is the best way for you to express yourself or to get your thoughts out or to, you know, get your feelings out, I think that you should do that. And, you know, whether that's through speaking, whether that's through writing, um, you know, however you get out what's on the inside, then you need to do that. Could be at happy hour. Could be, you know, you – you know, going to the barber shop, you know, what whatever it is that you need to do in order to get in you, um, you need to do that because there's something in all of us. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, especially as men, we don't always, you know, get our thoughts and feelings and, and, and our ideas out. Um and we really need to, or we really should, or it, you know, it might be beneficial. You know, it doesn't always have to carry a negative connotation, but, you know, 
but I think that men do different things. Uh, what they are, you know, they would have <laughs> all call in and tell us. But um, and also, I think that we have to remember that growing up, at least from my experiences, men aren't taught to write or men aren't encouraged to journal. However, growing up, girls were always talked to about diaries. Boys weren't talked to about diaries. Boys weren't talked to about, you know, having a notebook. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we're taught as boys, you know, to suck it up or, you know, hey, you're a man, you know, you know, deal with it, you know. And so I think that, you know, that's something that starts when, you know, males are young and it's just something that, I don't know, uh, for lack of better words, something that we, I guess, you know, perfect <laughs> as we get older. Uh, Nick, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I, I, I'm going to, uh, you know, turn it over to you and see, you know, see what, what what your experiences have been? Yeah, so um, my experiences, like I said, um, I I do, uh, uh, you know, I was much taught, you know, suppress your feelings. Maybe not from you know parents or something like that. Because my parents will always say, you know, let your feelings out, but just from friends, right? Um, so that's toxic masculinity one on one, right? That's another conversation for another day. But I, I I do I do think that when it comes to whatever medium that we choose. Uh, keep in mind that we choose. Some people's coping mechanisms are uh, they turn they result to other things or coping mechanisms. I'll just say that they turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol and stuff like that, right? Because they don't want to deal with the root of the issue, right? You can mask it all mm-hmm. you want to, but you have to deal with the root in order to uh, and face it head on, right? When it comes to men journaling, I, I mean, I haven't heard of a lot of men journaling, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think that, like I say, it does come to a point where you hear so many, you know, guys say, well, I'm going to deal with it this way. Or, you know, everybody has, first and foremost, everybody has their way about what that, and how they cope, right? Uh, so there's no there's no right or wrong or right or reason to it, right? But I think that what 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 should happen, though, is that when we're going through issues like like me losing my dad over Thanksgiving was the first time in my 30 years that I've experienced heartbreak. <laughs> I'm 30, and that was the first time that I experienced heartbreak, right? And it was kind of like I tried, you know, talking to him through spirit. It was very hard for me. I tried different things to see, but the one thing that made sense to me was writing because, it, not mm-hmm. only was I able to get my feelings out, but like I said, I had to document it so I can actually go back, look at it, and you know, just kind of reflect on it. And again, it's kind of dealing with my struggles as well too. So I mean, like I said, it's been therapeutic for me. Um, everybody has their way, but uh, what I encourage people is it's okay to, you know, whatever issues that you have, it's okay that you, cause we all have our struggles and things like that. But what you do with that struggle is is everything, whether you do something constructively or deconstructively. Mm. Okay. I This is Tammy, and the reason, and I'm glad we're going there, because we do have, um, 
I like I like the fact that we're talking about the the differences or some of the differences of things that we see as different because our men need to heal as well. And and Nick, I'm, I'm and Rodney, you're that way as well. What are, I don't think you guys get caught up in um, what I can do and what I cannot do based on being a male or a female. Um, and you're always no. so uh-huh. open about what you do, and it's like, and that's where no matter no matter what it is. For those of you who are listening, you have to find what works for you because there's so many things that society will put on you and make you think you can't do this because of this. Well, you shouldn't do this because of this. And you, it's so easy to get wrapped up into the do's and the don'ts and the can'ts and the won'ts until you lose who you are. It adds to mm-hmm. your Stress. It adds to your bondage. It be it's confusion. It's it keeps you on that fence. And we and, and yep. we know what the word says about being double minded. Not knowing one minute I'm gonna get off this fence at eight o'clock and at eight oh one you're you're coming up with another time. And so we have to find out what works. First of all, who we are, where we are, and understand that today is Tuesday, tomorrow you might things might be different. And so we we pick up that cross daily, but with one thing in mind each day, that I'm going to follow Jesus. Pick up your cross and follow me. And and that's another thing. And sometimes I have to pick up my cross a couple times during the day, all day, to stay there. So, But it's what works for me. Some of the... Some of the things yep. that work for me, it's, they're they're so crazy. So another woman will be like, "You do what?" But and we're and we're women, you know, we're the same gender. So, men, women, children, boys, girls, whatever, find out what works for you. Yeah. What works. For you. I, but there are some things I that do. are common that we need to do, like forgive. We need to make better choices. Yep. We need to be disciplined. Go ahead, Nick. No, I was gonna say I agree, and I think that like so. I had a conversation with a young lady last week, and um, she has she, she has a world of issues, right? And she felt like she's just defining me because she felt like you know, hey, I was the only level-headed person that she really knows, right? And I actually listened to her. Um, the 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 problem though, well, maybe not the way. Yeah, the problem though is that. Um, you know, everybody has some form of struggle. We all do. That, that's universal. Um, the the problem becomes at times is, you know, hey, the, the lack of compassion, kindness, humility, and uh, just, you know, empathy or, you know, just or just a listening ear with that, right? Um, because I, I, cause I feel like I don't care what religious background you come from. I don't care what your uh, social socioeconomical class is or what or your sexual orientation or whatever. I feel like the most the 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 uniting factors in this world to me is compassion, humility, kindness, and um and, and empathy, right? Because because being able to see and hear someone struggle, we can automatically connect with that because guess what? We have some sort of struggle too, right? And I think that this world would be so much of a better place in this world with better healing if we all were if we all just took the time to just be compassionate to other to, to other individuals. That's not to say that we can't hold them accountable because we can't. But to yeah. really just really listen to the root of their issues because there's a lot of people out here who 
spend so much money. I think I said this the other day on Facebook. There's so many people who spend so much money on therapy because they feel like that they want to be understood and they want to be heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it goes back to the idea that I think that if we will, if if all of us, you know, were you know compassionate and uh, and empathetic and, and just and just really putting our heart there, right? I think you know. We can, there, there can be so much healing in this world, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Um, I think that the, the, what keeps us from going, being that way, Nick, is our own. Like, there's this quote that talks about what annoys you or offend you, offend you in others. If you would look inside, clean it up. And go back out in the world. And it doesn't mean pull yourself from the world, but most times that same thing that offends us or annoys us in others leads us back to something with within us. And it doesn't mean people won't rub you the wrong way, but you know, like there's some things that um, it's kind of like if if I kick your leg and it's it's not broken. You know, it hurt, but it may not hurt, hurt. But if it's, if I kick a broken leg, it's going to hurt. And I think what people, right. what keeps us from connecting with people and having compassion, um, empathy, and all those things, because we've not quite learned how to have it for ourselves through our stuff, mm. through, our, through our stuff. Like I'm, I'm holding on to this false assumption that I'm not flawed. And so holding yeah. on to that, when I run into someone that is, especially if they're flawed in the same area as I am, and I'm in denial of it, because I think the greatest battle is the battle with ourselves, the battle within yeah. that we won't allow to be. And that's not forgiving. That's not saying what's on your mind. That's not um, speaking out um, and understanding who you are, what to say, when to say it, how to say it, if to say it, you know, all those things. It's like being free. When you understand who you are, good, bad, indifferent, ugly, whatever, when you understand who you are and you meet yourself there and move forward with a plan, and whatever your your plan list is going to be different from your mother's, from your father's, from your mm-hmm. sister's list. And that's another thing. We, we get so caught up in association and titles. You have to, God, as, as many people as there are, God made all of us different. All mm-hmm. of us. So very different. So very different. Just as the body. You know, we have the, the arms, we have legs, we have eyes, we have ears. And we need to start looking at people in that way, um, it, it reminds me of something I shared. Um, and Nick, I don't know if I shared this with you, um, but I was speaking about a month or so ago, August. So it was a little bit over a month, and I was explaining to people how we need to let people be who they are, so that they can become who God created them to be. Because until you, until you to acknowledge that point, it's hard to move forward. And so I referenced it back to our body, our physical body, if I have I have two hands and I have two feet, and if someone typically, if someone's going to slap someone, they typically will slap them, and I'm at a church saying this, and I said they would typically slap you with their hand. Yes, you're going to be 
as pissed, you're going to be mad still. But if I slap you with my foot, it's a whole nother ball game. Because, number one, you're going to be shocked that I slapped you with my foot first. Slap that I slapped you first, but then I used my foot because that's out of order. That's just mm. out of order for the body. And so often we want people who are hands to be a, a foot, who are feet, or who are ears to be eyes. And so we judge mm. them because they're not what we feel they should be. And then they get caught mm-hmm. up in that judgment, and now they're in bondage. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so many things are out of order. What's what's What was meant not to be normal is now accepted, and it's normal. And we get caught up in that because something inside of us saying, no, not not even for your life, like, no, I'm not supposed to be here. No, I'm not supposed to be doing this. How did I get here? Why am I here? God, where are you? All the time not looking at ourselves and saying, okay, this is it. This is what's on this piece of paper. This is what I see. Now, what do I leave on here? What do I take off? And I just feel like we cannot do that without a relationship with God. We not, cannot successfully and consistently do that without the power of the Holy Spirit. Period. That's just, and I think that's another, that's a whole, another whole show and topic because we're so far from, from including God in our life and being dependent upon God until we just kind of lose sight of that. Um, I want to yep. read something, and I'm going to turn it over to you guys, and I'm going to let Rodney um, do his thing about ending the, ending the show. But earlier I said I wanted to share this with, with everybody in, in a perfect time. So this is from my daily devotional called Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. And so this was my November 30th, and I often go back to it because it was such a blessing. The title is Problems Are Part of Life. So the title, Problems Are Part of Life. They are inescapable, woven into the very fabric of this fallen world. You tend to go into problem-solving mode all too readily, acting as if you have the capacity to fix everything. This is a habitual response so automatic that it bypasses your conscious thinking. Not only does this habit frustrate you, it also distances you from me. Do not let fixing things be your top priority. You are ever so limited in your capacity to correct all that is wrong in the world around you. Don't weigh yourself down with responsibilities that are not your own. Instead, make your relationship with me your primary concern. Talk with me about whatever is on your mind, seeking my perspective on the situation rather than trying to fix everything that comes to your attention. Ask me to show you what is truly important. Remember that you are not in route that remember that you are in route to heaven and let your problems fade in the light of eternity. And so that, to me, we can stop there with making our primary relationship with God the most important thing. 
because, you guys, we cannot do this in our own strength. And I think that is what makes us different from the people, our, our, our ancestors, our grandparents. No matter what, it doesn't mean they were perfect people. doesn't mean they did everything right. But I'll tell you guys what they did do. They tried their very best to make God a part of their lives, period, for the most part. Those back in the day, you didn't miss church. I mean, people who were at the club all night would be sitting up in church Sunday. And and you 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 have to even as children, you know, there are things we were made to go to church. There's things just by being in the presence of the word that are going to stick with you. And they're going to fight their way out. It's rather we allow that to happen. Cuz we can we can the Bible says grieve you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And so we uh, we have mm. too much. We depend on too many people. We depend on things. I was watching the minimalist documentary again. Have you guys seen that, Nick? Rodney, have uh-uh. you seen that? I don't think you I've guys seen that. watch that. It's called the. It's a documentary, um, and it's called the minimalist documentary, and it's about how much stuff we have and how people just simply walked away from jobs that were paying more than I probably made all my life because they saw that there was no value in how that was going to consume them for the rest of their life. It's a real it's on Netflix and it's called The Minimalist. It's worth yeah, six seconds like an hour and a half. Something like that. But it's about people just downsizing to almost nothing and how happy they became, like how their lives changed when less was more. So No, I missed that one. Yep, it's out there. These 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 guys were, you know, one guy, they were best friends, but this one guy kind of realized, he said he realized that he had become just really happy. And he said, I took him to Starbucks and said, what are you doing? What is up with you? Why are you so happy? He <laughs> said, why are you so happy? And the guy just told him that I just, I'm giving stuff up. I'm just, all this stuff, mm. you know, just trying to keep up, you mm. know. So. Yeah. It's really worth the watch. I uh, I have a small interjection. So it's funny that you say about, because that was one of the issues that I struggled with earlier in the year. Uh, uh, luckily, it's not that now, but um, the idea of fixing people, right, and, or the idea of being like a problem-solver and solution-based person, right, that stuff only works in the corporate setting, right? But when you're dealing with people, what I'm learning, what I've learned is that, you know, uh, you can't, like, you you cannot fix people whatsoever, right? Um, you know, or there's only one healer, right, and, and that, that I know of, that I'm pretty sure we all know of, right? So, um, and, you know, I call on that healer all the time, right, whenever I'm going through whatever that, you know, I'm going through or whatnot, right? Um, I do agree that sometimes, like, when it comes just comes to this idea of the world that we live in, we feel like, you know, we we just feel like more is better. We even, we even evaluate that with, like, our friendship, right? You know, we live in a society now um, where 
you know, um, quali- um, quantitative is, is, is more value than uh, qualitative, right? And we somehow, some way, we have forgot the, the power of one and being connected with the power of one, right? And it's like, as soon as we know, because you can, you can be connected to 600,000 people, right? But, you know, with, when, just because every, and what I've always said was that, you know, everybody who's in your crowd is not necessarily in your corner, right? So it's like we have to get back to the idea of, of, of what are we, like, just defining value, right? And when, when we, when you start defining value and understand, and understand, like, like, like what's important in this world and things like that, I'm telling you, this material stuff and what you do for a living and stuff like that, that's going to be the last thing that comes on the list. And my last point is that, like I said, um, like I said, my dad passed recently and things like that. And uh, he wasn't the most wealthy man, but at the same time, too, um, when you're able to leave a legacy of love, leave a legacy of just, you know, uh, a caring spirit, all of that, right, that is wealthy then, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the stuff that, that, that's the stuff that people yeah, – that's the stuff that's going to last with people forever and ever and ever. Nobody's going to care about – you know, you saving this company three hundred, you know, three hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, they'll go find a next somebody who's like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but what matters is when you leave, when we leave Earth, right? We make sure that we leave with kind, like having kindness. You know, having humility. You know, uh, you know, just a, a loving, caring spirit. That's the stuff that leaves legacies, in my opinion. Right, I agree. I agree. That's that's good stuff, Nick. I'm glad that you were able to call in and uh, and, and share those things with us. Um, for those of you who may have joined, um, and I see that we had some people join late. Uh, for those of you who joined um, after we uh, got started tonight, I would like to encourage you to to go back and listen to the archive show because um, this was one of one of our more, um, you know, just, you know, uh, laid back and free shows, still trying to give out, you know, some, some nuggets and, and trying to give out, um, you know, as much as we can. And, and Nick joined us and, uh, and shared some, some really insightful things with us. So uh, please go back and, and listen to the, to the archive show. Um, as we stated at the beginning, um, right now this is our last planned show for 2018 uh, with two holidays coming up uh, the next two Tuesdays. But um, with Tim and uh, any, anything is is likely or anything is possible, um, so you can uh, definitely expect that if something comes up, we'll, we'll reach out to you guys uh, via social media or uh, through text or, you know, word of mouth or um, just any way we can communicate. But this has been a great show, and um, hey, Ryan, as we conclude, yes, Sam. I, I forgot one thing, and I, I told Brandon I would do this. Um, 
I want to remind people that if you know anyone or if you are this person and and I'm I'm you guys I'm really big on um I've did a lot of of um extra things. I've sold candles and jewelry and phone services. I've did a lot of things just to kind of keep myself afloat over the years, especially when Brandon was in school. So I'm really picky about what I get into and what I certainly advertise. But Brandon has gotten into um, this financial education services thing. And and I must say, and I signed up under him, but I kind of just signed up and said, I'm doing it for you. I'm not going to do it as far as trying to get people into it, but I'm going to uh, take advantage of the services. And if I and if I ever tell you this is a company who's been Johnny on the spot, like I signed up and they stayed on me so bad about, or so, let me say so good, let me stop using the word, so bad, so good, meaning they were reminding me, you, you paid for this, you've not did this, you know, basically, when are you going to do this? And it might be automatic emails, but they just were there. Like, every time I open my email, you have not submitted your uh, request to. Because what they, they do a couple of things. They repair credit, um, help you get things off of your um, profile that shouldn't be on there or whatever, and help you look at your overall debt and kind of figure out a plan to snowball it, you know, how to be out of debt five to seven years. So, of course, that takes discipline and budgeting and all of that, getting your affairs in order, a will, living will, all kinds of things like that. And so I have friends that have signed up under Brandon, family members as well, but I started to see it work for them because, of course, they got in it and did what they were supposed to do right away. Of course, I prolonged it. Um, so I say that to say if you know someone who needs um to hear more about that, whether they want to do the business, um, extra income uh, for themselves and help people, or if they are needing the services, or both, um, please let me know and I'll get you in contact with Brandon or you can actually call him directly. Um, I'm going to give out a number here for him, 731-474-9772. And, again, that's if you need extra income, working from home, repair your credit, learn how to snowball your debt, get your life affairs in order, living will, all that stuff. Um, and I can say this company has really been Johnny on the spot. I've been, I'm super, super impressed. So 731-474-9772, um, it has become and is becoming a great little side thing for Brandon, um, and it's working pretty well. So give him a shout-out and tell him his mama sent him. And that's all I have. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, everyone, please uh, stay tuned. I'm sure that, you know, we will have some some great things uh, coming your way um, in the near future. Um, I know that, you know, uh, we do this show once a year, you know, where we kind of reflect and, you know, uh, look to the future, um, you know, not just about, you know, going out with the old year and, and, and bringing in the, the, the new year, but um, change or transformation is a continuous thing on, on this show. And, um, you know, while we look forward to 
the new year, we also um, just try to continuously um, keep the ball rolling and, and just keep things rolling and, and, and keep you guys, you know, up to date with what we're doing. So it's not just about the new year. We, we just, you know, um, really like change. We really like improving. So please stay tuned. I know myself, I've been working on some things. Uh, not quite ready to talk about it yet, but uh, I've been working on some things and, uh, hopefully in the near future we can talk to you guys. I know you guys know that I've been writing, working on a novel, um, but uh, I also have some other things that I've been working on. So uh, stay tuned, and, and we'll have some good stuff for you. Um, in the meantime, if we do not get to talk to you guys um, again before uh, 2019, please be safe as always. Uh, be blessed and enjoy uh the holiday season, Christmas, New Year's, um, and and anything else you might celebrate. But enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy this time with your friends and people that you may not get to see or talk um, that often because our time on this earth, um, even if it seems like a long time, it's really very short. So take advantage of the opportunities in front of you. Walk through every door that 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 opens that you know uh, was open for you. Uh, don't don't let anything pass you by because it may not come back around again. Until next time, thank you guys for supporting the show, and we'll see you soon. Same time, same station. Good night, everybody.
But I know 